And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. What it do, Bugaloo? Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. New season, new faces. Well, you can't see us, but Jidechi is new with us. Oh, wait, first. My name is Ariel Akilichi. You probably already know my voice. Um, I'm the host of the podcast now. I mean, it is what it is. And with me, I've got a co-host, Jidechi. He is a content writer. You know what? Jidechi, introduce yourself. I don't know the format for introduction here, but you've done introduction already. And welcome. This is Borgeko Podcast. My name is Jidechi, just like Ayola said. Jidechi Chid Asia. And Ayola said he's the host of this um, this podcast and you have co-host, man. I already said you are the co-host. What do you want again? No, no. I mean hosts. Let's be the host. We are we are hosts of the podcast. Okay. I am the host of the podcast. <laughs> and Jidechi is my co-host. <laughs> I said what I said. It was okay. not a mistake. First of all, who are you apart from being the co-host of the show? Also the host of the show. <laughs> you can already see that we are going to have issues on this podcast, but I don't know what kind of bad behavior this is. My name is Ayola Kelichi. I am the host of the show. You are Jidechi, the co-host of the show. And that's fine. That's agreed. In fact, you are not talking again. He's also a content writer with Ball Gecko. He's part of the editorial team, brilliant writer. Um, today, we're going to be re- previewing the matches over the weekend. Premier League, La Liga, uh, the Serie A, the League on everything. Everything you need to know about the major matches, things are going to be happening over the weekend. And with us to do that, we decided to bring back two strong-head people that helped us finish the show last week, last season, rather. We're bringing back... Potter, Ore Potter, aka Kaizen, aka Kill. If he says soft boy, it's not going to be recorded. So, hi Potter. I was <laughs> perceived soft boy. But you know who the real soft boy is, anyways. Um, it's nice to be here again. Um, I always enjoy my session on Bulgaku and I trust that this will be no exception. I think Potter is, is really lucky because every time every time he comes on the Bulgaku podcast, Chelsea wins a trophy. It's, it's, I mean, it's not, I'll, I'll not call it lucky. It's just the way we are as champions. It's the DNA, DNA of winners, you know. And uh, the timing is always perfect. Mm. We tend to win a lot. And when you win a lot, you speak a lot. Somebody who might not be able to speak, given what Potter has just said, if, I mean, if you are winning a lot and speaking a lot, then ideally... If you are not winning a lot, you shouldn't be speaking a lot. <laughs> exactly. Right. And ideally, Tosin shouldn't be able to speak... But we'll just allow him on the podcast. Hi, Tosin. <laughs> Hi, good afternoon. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Hi, Ella. It's it's a new season. It's yes. good to see your old face. Thank you. My face is not that old, but you know, thank you. It's fine. You are pushing 50 though. Eh? Pushing like KG? <laughs> like at the gym? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not pushing any 50, I beg. Um, first of all, let's go back to Tosin. Big, big things from you. Your admin is not allowing us to rest. Now I'm talking of Manchester United admin. Tosin is a Man U fan. Hence the no winning anything. But yeah, it's fine. They've won the signing of Ronaldo. And your admin is not allowing us to rest. He's coming up against Newcastle this weekend. What should we expect? 
Well, um, first off, a statistic. Um, Ronaldo's first and only hat trick in the PL mm. was against um, Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. Yeah, in the last match he played against them as a United yeah. player before yeah. he then Went moved to on Madrid. to Real Madrid and then achieved all the success that he almost achieved oh, no, at United. achieved at Manchester United. All yeah. right, then. So... Uh, <laughs> For what is what, I'm looking forward to those big things. I think Cristiano Ronaldo is the greatest player to have ever played football. So Sorry watching him that. play in the Premier League is going to be a joy. Uh, like every other fan, I, I cannot wait. I'm absolutely shocked to beat to see Ronaldo tear it up against Newcastle. Freddie Woodman, watch out. So do you think, do you think based on this now, that this means that you guys are finally going to win something? Win something? Mm. No, no, no. We'll win everything. Okay, brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Um, Potter, you're going to be here while... Chelsea is going to be here while Manchester United is winning everything. So, I would just like to correct some things that you said anyways. Uh, first, the signing that they made is of the previous... The greatest Real Madrid player ever anyways. True, true. Right? Uh, um, Potter, Potter. We are going to send you Co-host. Up co-host. Can you I, I, am, I'm not, I am not the co-host. <laughs> I am with Tosin on this one. Okay. And apparently, I heard when I heard when Ayola said, uh, he said, he made a statement after after Tosin said the greatest player of all time. Please, Ayola. No, no, no. He said he believes that Ronaldo is the greatest player. And I just said, sorry about that. Like, Well, let me correct the impression. He is the greatest player of all time. So for us not to have issues, let's make this... Um, well, we'll not, we will not spend too much time bantering on. Okay, we'll, good. I mean, he's so he, he the greatest cream player ever. At least everyone is oh, sure God, of that God, anyways. Uh, so we'll just move forward. Uh, I mean, I mean again... I Stefano might disagree, but who are we to judge? Right, right. We'll it's just fine. give it to him. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, again, it's, it's, it's good to have him in the Premier League. It's yeah. good for the Premier League, right? To have... For publicity. For publicity, for marketing and stuff like that. I mean, right and also for pressure on the manager I mean if yeah. you're second last year and you uh, get Ronaldo, and you get Ronaldo you Varane winning. and Sancho I mean you should be winning you the treble no you have no excuse mm-hmm. absolutely and if you're not at least 15 points clear by December you should be sacked so <laughs> so I, I mean I like that I like that they want to be ambitious but we all know how this ends we all know how this ends yeah right so tell us I'll just, I'll, uh, why are you saying we all know we all know tell us I, I, well some people might not know yeah absolutely I'm, I'm going to call you right now Manchester United are going to have a trophy season again. I'm so happy that this is recorded because at the end of the season, I would love to see how this plays out. Okay, Manchester United are going to have a trophy season. Let's talk about Chelsea, who has um, taken on Aston Villa this weekend. I, I, I just had to bring in Chelsea Absolutely. because you are making a whole lot of noise. You guys should have heard what he said at the beginning of the, before the show actually started. Sadly, sadly, we couldn't record it. Sadly. Okay, but then let's talk about Chelsea and Aston Villa. Um... Tell me what you think about that game. Chelsea looks like they started the season quite well. And uh, Aston Villa quite a good side. We saw what they did last season. Um, what do you see going into this game? And do you actually see Chelsea extending their winning streak so far? Uh, I, I mean... They don't have any winning streak. Which well, winning streak they yeah. lost the last time. But I mean, so they, 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 they actually drew, yeah. But I'm talking about so the first two lucky. games they won at the beginning of the season. They were lucky to draw. Oh, well, anyhow, you want to say it, right? I think Chelsea is in a good place currently. Mm. Um... But the red card, I think, would have beaten Liverpool very easily. But that's what football is about. You can't buy anything, right? So okay. we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that, right? And uh, again, the Aston Villa game is a good test of how we've progressed. We, uh, if we, if you do recall, we couldn't pick more than 
a point last season, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. we lost on the la- on the final game on the yeah. final day to them. Uh, they almost sent us out of the Champions League, but obviously we're going to win the Champions League final, so we're not bothered. But uh, yeah, so it, it's a good test of how, we've, how far we've come. Mm. But obviously, you cannot take away the fact that the side, the Aston Villa side, although they've tried to reinforce, is slightly weaker when you consider the fact that they lost Jack Grealish as well. So, do you think do you think they've done enough to replace him? They've got Danny Ings, they've got Buendia, they've got Bailey. Personally, I think they, they did do well with their signings. Uh, I, I kind of like feel it was partly to take the team to the next level as yeah. against to replace Grealish, right? But uh, again, it is that's how football is. I, I expect personally, I expect big things of uh, Leon Bailey. Mm-hmm. I followed his career for, for a while from, from Leverkusen, and I think uh, he's he has the potential to light, light up the Premier League as well. Uh, Buendia, everyone knows he has quality, quality and, and, and and sure, Danny Ings is a proven scorer in the Premier League. Uh, they should be there and about uh, I would say uh, somewhere between 8 and 12 8 and 12 and that's not really there and about that's well considering you have 6 sorry 5 big teams and you also have Leicester Spurs well, they have five you also have teams. yeah you also have Arsenal within no, that no, 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 I said 5 big teams yeah no, within no, no, the 8 to 12 you have Arsenal Arsenal there we're actually about to speak about it because Gidechi was really loud talking about Chelsea and he's forgotten that his team is playing the biggest relegation battle that we've seen. Uh, we need to make a correction here. Manchester United is playing Newcastle United. That is my team. I am just sympathetic to Arsenal. <laughs> Are you a Newcastle fan? Because you've never told me that you're a Manchester United fan. Everybody loves okay, success. Anybody that is listening to this, I just want to make it clear. I am a Manchester United fan. Sympathetic. Gidichi, don't worry. You don't have to explain so, it. There's you don't have no to explain need it. to be lying on You don't have podcast. to explain it. <laughs> Wrap your Arsenal with your chest. <laughs> you might be 19 today and first tomorrow. They are not even 19. They are 20th actually. Besides Manchester United, they only represent Hatland FC. And that is the only club I recognize right now. Mm-hmm. So, Ayola, please can the we move on from to the, the East um, conversation. Okay. Moving so, on. Um, for the regulation, um, six-pointer. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a... It's quite... It's sad to see Arsenal struggling like this. This has been their worst start to a season ever. But I did we did we see this coming? Did yes. Expect this. Yes. While they were winning the FA Cup in under Arteta in his first winning season. a cup competition is not one of the hardest so things I mean, to do as a manager. In his first season, because everything looked like okay, he wasn't getting everything right, but he was getting like the key things right. He wasn't getting anything right. Well, he was. I mean, they were showing us footage back-to-back footage where were you seeing it sequenced on arsenal fan tv to be to be very honest <laughs> because which, because which, the lack of I consistency it, very the lack of consistency in results by arteta has been really bad for i think the only thing that has been consistent about him in this particular time is just losing and just having bad games essentially now the, the tail end of last season they had some good form i granted but i think credit is due where credit is due the players were still just trying to show glimpses of their brilliance individual by themselves brilliance. individual brilliance oh, and it, and it worked really and now when game. now okay we can they are mitigating factors at the start of this season mm-hmm. abmeyang's um illness, illness along with um lacazette, lacazette and everything unfortunately you cannot tell me that you're coming to a premier league season where you have been the highest spenders in europe and you cannot put together it team that would beat the newly promoted team or at least compete against the most recent champions well i think we should even still cut them some slack based on we have no apart from brentford which to be honest it was kind of expected there's always one particular shock at the start of the season and just happened to be arsenal this season and then it it shouldn't have happened granted it should not have happened they shouldn't have lost to brentford but then they've then faced city and then chelsea back to back yeah that's the premier league champions and the champions league champions 
Yeah, I, I was going to say it, the 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 troubles that Arsenal feels a bit um, overblown, exaggerated, yeah. right? Because uh, but the Brentford game, which was really bad, we uh, be, which again you can permit because they had players down to COVID and and we don't uh, know what illness it was. Just know they had players down. Okay, we we we, we, we they had players out who couldn't play, and and you can just permit that particular odd loss. Yeah. Uh, the games against Chelsea and Man City were never really games they were going to win, anyways, right? So. From the from the period where the fixture list was released, everyone knew it was going to be a tough start for us now, right? Uh, we did expect them to kind of like pick up against Brentford, but they did not. And hopefully, they pick up a, 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 with this relegation six-pointer. Okay, it, it actually leaves me with... Uh, okay, let me just pick up from what I wanted to say. Uh, it actually leaves me with a question. Uh, I don't know if I'm pushing it too much at this point because this is just the start to the season. Uh, earlier, you talked about how... Manchester United should be expected to be at the top of the table by December. Mm-hmm. Do you actually see Ateta remaining Arsenal's gaffer by December? To be honest, right, uh, my expectation for Arsenal, given that they're not in, the, in, in, in Europe and mm-hmm. with the way they've spent, uh, personally, I think they need to keep this kind of spending levels up for at oh, least how, five... Cons- how five, have they spent? Five, five transfer windows mm-hmm. at the very minimum to catch up to the levels that Liverpool and Chelsea, and Chelsea are well, currently. You, you also have to ask, how have they spent this money that they've spent? By the signing of Odegaard, the other signings have been majorly defensive. Because even Lokonga is a defensive midfielder. Yeah. You signed Tomiyasu, they've yeah. signed Ben White, they've signed Ramsdale for some reason for the same amount of money that they would have gotten Buendia for. It just it doesn't make sense. Is this like is is there no direction? I I I wouldn't say there is no direction. I think the the at this time they've focused on the areas they could improve. Right. Uh, forward. Because uh, they could have gotten our for the same amount of money that they got a reserve goalkeeper for. A reserve goalkeeper who isn't even well. They, instead of going for Awa, they w- they went for Odegaard. So, so uh, could, there's no reason why they couldn't have gotten both because right now they're going to depend on Odegaard and Smith Rowe. Um, yeah. So th- that's that's them making a call to say, do we give our youngster a chance or do we go out and spend big? I think they've they've took chosen to take a gamble on Emily Smith Rowe. And uh, for me personally, I think given the the absence of Europe. Uh, I would realistically expect Arsenal to be somewhere between 6 and 8 at the end of the season. Okay, Tosin, let me come back to you. Um, I mean, looking at Norwich on the table, they are 19th right now and it's yeah. funny to see Norwich. One place above Arsenal. Yeah, one place above Arsenal. Norwich are 19th, Arsenal are 20th. Mm. And uh, these two sides are going so far so good. It looks like Arsenal have not conceded. They've not been as bad at the back as Norwich have been so far. I, I want to look at Norwich City right now. Yeah. Norwich City, we've seen them come to the Premier League. It looks like it's just a normal thing for them to come to the Premier League and always return. <laughs> Does this look like this is the um, pick-up point for Arsenal? Does it look like Norwich are really going to do anything, really going to give Arsenal anything to worry mm-hmm. about or it's just be an Arsenal show? Well, first off, Norwich necessarily have a very bad um, statistics when it comes to playing against the big six. Mm-hmm. They get turned over every single time. I yeah. think the only time they and got some grief I mean, was, was when... when to cut- Arsenal some slack. We should also cut Norwich some slack. No, no, no. We're not cutting Norwich slack. Because we started with City, 
and then they went on to <laughs> sorry they started with Liverpool and then they went on to City. Mm. We're not if cutting I them slack. Doing that, even I would feel bad. <laughs> We're not cutting them any slack here. Why? Well, first of because there's no Arsenal fan in, uh, there's no Norwich fan in the studio. No, 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 no. You don't necessarily have to have defense every time. You understand? <laughs> like Norwich, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Arsenal. Arsenal presently need to put as many goals past Norwich as they yeah. should as they can. Well, Let's talk about Daniel Fox Norwich, for example. This team knows their limits. Mm-hmm. They come into every Premier League season. They don't spend big. They don't have expectations beyond maybe by some miracle not getting relegated. Yeah, and they get that exact thing from it. They get relegated, and then they get the parachute payments for the next five years. It's just a, it's a very excellent working model for them as a small team in England. The Norwich team does not aspire to be anything more than they are. They're relegation folder and that's what they'll end up as this season. Wow. That's, that's really that's harsh. harsh. That's, that's, that's incredibly that, that's harsh. That's really harsh. <laughs> but anyways, let's, let's, let's move on from um, the Premier League. La Liga, the biggest match of the weekend was supposed to be Sevilla versus Barcelona but it's been cancelled. And now the new biggest match is I don't know man. The, the fixtures just look really bleak. <laughs> I'll just out of the blue just pick Real Madrid and Celta Vigo because I would like to talk about Kamavinga. What do you think he's going to bring to Real Madrid that they didn't already have? I, I think uh, Madrid is starting to uh, really consider the replacement of their midfield. But they've always uh, done that, and uh, I think it's it's at a pivotal point where they absolutely have to. Uh, I don't I don't see Modric having it in his system to play anything Brazil. above 30, 30 games mm. in a season again. But the funny thing about Madrid is that they always look like they are trying to pivot from their aging squad. They've had, I can't, La Liga is littered with former Real Madrid midfield hopefuls. <laughs> Unlike Laramendi. I, I agree with you. We've had Parejo. I, I was seeing Odegaard. a picture of uh, Kovacic and, 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 Kovacic. and, and uh, Modric the other day and I was thinking, if this guy didn't make a move to he Chelsea, to he would still be waiting, awaiting his turn. Exactly. <laughs> when is Modric going to leave this pitch for me? <laughs> so, do you think, now that Kamavinga is here, He's obviously a fave. Mm, I mean, by yeah. all standards, he's... Yeah. Um, okay, Zidane's longer there, but he's someone that Perez had already spoken about liking. And now that he couldn't get Mbappe, they had to get one star boy for their team. Yeah. I, I think he's going to do well. I like his style of play. Mm. Uh, and I think he's an exciting pro- and very promising top talent. Mm. Uh, again, it depends on how, how um, the integration is uh, with with Ancelotti. Yeah. How many games does Ancelotti decide to trust him versus uh, going with the traditional yeah. Madrid style or Cruz style. Uh, but again, overall, like, I expect him to uh, be the additional uh, input into the Madrid team. And uh, again, the La Liga, the La Liga teams this season are not particularly the strongest the they've strongest, been in, in, yeah. in, in years. And uh, I generally just expect Madrid and Athletic, the two Madrid teams to to be the strongest over I've, the course I've of caught time. the shade, boy. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm taking a look at Atletico's game. I mean, it should be one of the biggest fixtures this week. It is. And they, obviously, yeah, considering the fact Barcelona. In fact, I should not be talking Nobody about Barcelona. Nobody cares about Barcelona. Yes. Oh, no. uh, I don't care about Barcelona. This is, if you're wondering why the episode is tagged Ayala versus the world, you, you are getting the sense of it now. <laughs> I think we really need <laughs> to review this. It's Bidichi versus the world. But then that's not the point. Um, but Atletico Madrid and Espanyol. Espanyol yeah. back to the top flight. And 
they are taking on the league champions. Yes. Atletico Madrid looks like they started well this season. And uh, it's going to be a long season, so I don't want to say, I don't want to throw in anything there. Do you actually see this panning the way of Atletico? Could we see um, Griezmann returning to what he was? I mean, he was imperious while he was at Atletico and he went to Barcelona. Only God knows what happens to him. And now he's back. Uh, we finally get to see him again. Is it the Griezmann of old we are going to see? And I mean, this time around, Griezmann and um, Suarez. Uh, what, what What's your take? As we got well, there's a couple of questions in there. But first off, let's deal with the match. The Atletico Madrid against Espanyol. How is that uh, the biggest match? Espanyol is, is relegation for that, like Norwich. But Atletico are the present La Liga champions. Yeah. So whenever the present La Liga champion plays, it's the biggest match of the weekend. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, no problem. We'll you wouldn't know that, season. though. Of course, I would know that. You, good, you wouldn't know that, like, so. I mean, it's cool. Like seven titles oh. in the last 10 years. <laughs> Nobody cares about history. Anyways, coming from a United fan. Wow. <laughs> Everybody cares about history, please. <laughs> For what is what? Atletico against Espanyol. I expect them to grind out another result. Um, they've been doing that a lot this season, just like as they did last season. They don't necessarily go and play for the kill. They go in there going with the mind of, well, you're not going to score against us, so we, they, we get one goal. Uh, earlier last season, they did actually do that. They were scoring goals. Yeah, they turned down the style, but they. But and then when they realized that, um, uh, of course, then they they, they on the body. There were no expectations at the t- at the mm. beginning part of last season, yeah. as because Barcelona and Real Madrid were still the two most recent yeah. champions at that point in time, yeah. and competing against those two is very hard. But then Barcelona started having some poor results, and then Real Madrid and Atletico actually had a good, great stretch yeah. of of wins, and then that just took them way ahead of us, and they realized that we could actually do this, so they started grinding on results as they normally do, and then they ended up winning the title. So, so I expect that again this season, but I expect um, Simeone is the most pragmatic manager I've ever met. I essentially really? think yes, he someone, is the most pragmatic manager. Club at oh no, Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho plays attacking, exciting oh, football. Oh, okay. Yes, he just doesn't play it all the time. But then oh, when okay. he does, okay. he, he does it. He does it we way more. Than we, we have we have we have a record to show that you can check. The Madrid eleven uh, twelve season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. one of the mm-hmm. best attacking sides you will ever find. And then when they played Barcelona, they still won. <laughs> They played pragmatic for God to 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 win. You can you can be an attacking side and still grind a results when you absolutely have to. Mm, okay, if you say so. <laughs> it's not particularly the world versus Ayola. It's more like the world versus well Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this hate is coming from. Well, I mean, we, we, let's stay on Atletico. Yeah, now talking about Simeone and what he expects from Atletico's team this season. Uh, my expectations of them are to go back and win that. When you you finish as league champions, then you sign one of the best players from your from your other. Team that you're competing with and, sorry, if just, not just, the best just, player in the team just, I think he's the best player in the team after Lionel Messi left so okay. yes they signed the best uh, player I, in a com- direct competitor that in itself shows some intent that's what I'm cutting you for that shows some intent that's not what I'm cutting you for I know that's you fine. want to put across your point that Griezmann was the second best player even though it's not a correct point but I'll, I'll let it go for the sake of the podcast I was going to ask they had a, a really impressive transfer window mm-hmm. they got Rodrigo De Paul from Venice mm-hmm. Copa America champion they got Griezmann they let go of some people as well. Do you think this has now put them in better standing for the league force to even build on that success to try and build their own Barcelona or Real Madrid? I'm almost certain that Atletico Madrid will be there or thereabouts come the end of this season. If they are not first, they'll be second. And, and that and itself is an achievement. League. In the Champions League, I expect them to also go far. Last season, even without these players, mm-hmm. they did. They gave a good account. Atletico yeah, always really. gave a good account of themselves they, in the Champions League. The round of 16 yes, but then they played, against, they played against the eventual champions. So losing in the Champions League is not something that you should particularly... You should know. Barcelona regularly loses against the champion coming every season. Wow. Moving on. So, <laughs> how many Champions League does your club have? Presently, yeah. three. 
do you, three so Champions League titles. Why don't you have respect for people that have more than you? Because people that have more than me necessarily don't have, don't have the backing of the entire UEFA. Backing of which UEFA? The entire UEFA, the entire organization called the um, right, right, right. <laughs> European uh, Football can, Association. Can we, can we move on now? I know how your life is feeling bad, but let's just move <laughs> on. <laughs> but before we, move, before we move away from back, I, I would just like to ask Ayala. I mean, you guys lost your greatest, I mean, the greatest player to ever play football of course. and also to ever play for Barcelona. Yes. And, and you also Argentina to, and for uh, the, the, literally the greatest, you, the greatest player to ever play for Barcelona. You also lost Get some very key players as well. Um, the promising Moriba, mm. the talented Griezmann of, even though it didn't work out very well oh. at, 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 um, at Baka. Mm-hmm. So realistically, what do you, what do you see your, your Baka doing this season? This season, no more. At least finishing the top two. <laughs> I mean, when are your last season? I love the fact that your last season was normal. I was going to say, what, what does normal entail? Because in, from recent history, mm-hmm. normal entails a trashing in the Champions League. Okay. Uh, a terrible performance in the league. Terrible. Right? Really? And uh, somewhere between... higher than you in the league se- last Somewhere season. between second and third. Finish higher than you in the league. I mean, it's the, it's the fast. Am I lying? I'm just going to train Premier League taxi and say the fourth in the Premier League is the champion of Europe. Based so, on what? Based on what? So, 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 mathematically, if what the fourth, kind of mathematics wait, hold up, if the fourth, man. if the fourth in the, in the Premier League is the European champions that beats the champions of La Liga, okay. obviously, I will be the champion you know, of La Liga. You know, you know, you know, I don't care, I don't care whether it makes sense or not. No, no, I don't care whether it makes sense or not. We'll just put it out there. Thank you. You can move on. You know when Villarreal finished in the, in the La Liga, right? And where United finished in that. Potter, I love your maths. No, United, United don't count for a league. Why? I love Potter's mathematics. Like, he, he just pulls numbers out of the air, slams it all together, and ends up with Chelsea being the Champions League winners. It's fine. It's fine. As long as he gets to mention that, that's what's important. Yeah. Wow. It's sad though for Barcelona, to be honest, I know. I know. We quickly move on from there, but it's sad for Barcelona. The expectations have moved quite rapidly from winning the Champions League every year no, no, to treble. trying to win, winning the Champions League every but year. It was the treble. That's what. That's what they it's always, fine, always it's wanted. Fine. They always you, wanted whatever helps you sleep. No, no. But, I'm literally saying what the fans. Expect. So you don't I'm not sleep well. Like they were not deluded by expecting every season. But oh, this is okay, what cool. they wanted every season. I, I could remember quite clearly Messi holding on to that mic and making those promises, mm. which is why I said but the, the Champions, Champions League has come back to Barcelona to, to Camp Nou. <laughs> the Women's Champions League. You can play right now. It's there right now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, kudos to um, Barcelona Feminina. Yes, they play excellent, you. quite excellent football. Yes. Such a show. A shout out to you. You've also been great for them every time you've gotten the opportunity to Clean play. Clean sweep of all the UEFA awards, by the way. Yes. If, if we're being real. Yeah, kudos to, kudos to the Barcelona Women's mm-hmm. team. They've done quite well for them. So the Barcelona's men's team, by the way, shall I joke? And we've had a good laugh every once in a while. But then let's move on from them to something that actually matters, mm-hmm. like Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga. Do they really matter in the Bundesliga? We already know how that's going to go. Well, they do I mean, matter Potter, in the Bundesliga. Yes, the last time Even Potter, Potter was knows here, that. The last time Potter was here, he was talking about Bayern always signing players from people that are next to them. And then now that Leipzig have done the same thing and signed um, Mushan Gladbach's best player. Again, I, 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 I personally don't like bullies, right? I, I just feel... Um, when you pick the seconds manager... Mm captain and best defender you're literally telling the second best team to start all over right irrespective of whatever progress they made over the last two three years and you are keeping that advantage that you have over the rest and widening it 
But right? What so you, then what they have to go and pick from the second, then has to go and pick from the sixth, the, the fourth, third, the third, the and, third the I mean, and try to consolidate his position as second, mm-hmm. not as a title challenger. But then when you also consider that this, this second team, uh, not in the habits, in the business, like this is their business model to get players, train them, bring them up to a certain standard and then sell them. Is it still a problem that Bayern are the ones buying from? See them? again, I get I get that a lot of German teams are always very scared of uh, bankruptcy, given that mm. a couple of them have history of that, right? Uh, and they tend to be adopt a selling model to get the best out best value out of their players yeah. while they can. But again, when you look at the performance of German teams outside of Germany, aside from Bayern, it doesn't tell well of the league when you can only produce one person Two. every or three. Leipzig were in the semi-final of Champions League last, um, this season where Bayern won it. And also, the and they year. lost they lost Werner to Chelsea. The COVID year. And that's what killed them. If the we're COVID being year, honest. right? Yes, the COVID okay, year. Yeah. And then BVB were in the quarterfinals last season as well. Quarterfinals, They, they went out at the, same, at the very, same point as Bayern. Very strong. Very it, strong performance. I mean, some clubs haven't been to the quarterfinal of the Champions League in like four years. But yes, we, I know those we'll clubs. Who we'll mentioned them? Names. Yes, Sorry. I agree with we'll you. We'll Champions League quarterfinal, please. Get your facts right. Mm, I, against, I, I, who? I, I, against who? Wait, wait, wait. Against who? <laughs> against who? Was 2018 you lost to Sevilla now? No, it's 2018 they lost to Baka, uh, I believe. Oh, after you guys cheated PSG. You're right, you're right, you're right. Your last, your last problem at this point is he's now used to... He's close to 50. Quarterfinals he's close to 50 and his so team has put him through a lot. So his, his memory is starting to... But, but then I'm actually thinking, talking about how Bayern has actually been mm-hmm. such bullies in the Bundesliga. Uh, Dortmund you'd have expected last season with Haaland who recently said he wish could be scoring more goals. Uh, you'd, have, you'd have expected that Dortmund would have done better than they did last season. And uh, already this season, they lost their last game. Mm-hmm. One would have expected that uh, this is not the Dortmund we would have been expecting to see with Haaland. Is, does it really mean that Haaland doesn't make so, so, so you see, they didn't, they didn't sell anybody, by the way. They did. They sold Sancho. No, I'm not, I don't mean this season. I mean last season. Again, you see, you ex, you don't expect a team to uh, wallop every team in the league every time. That's the concept of it of a league. Teams within the league are supposed to get stronger, and the entire league is supposed to but develop. I don't hold have up. my expectation. Hold, hold, but it, it happens very regularly. Hold, hold up. Man City had hundred points in the Premier League, and, and then, then the next season, the next season, the next, the next season, they had ninety-seven, ninety-seven, and, and they didn't win the league. After. And they didn't win the league. That means there were two teams right? walloping. So, so, so. They went from walloping everyone to another team. Sorry, they got they got hundred points, and then they got ninety nine. They won the league, and then Liverpool won the league, and then Liverpool won the league. Mm -hmm. They still got ninety seven points, and then no, that was Liverpool that got ninety seven points. That's another team walloping the league, and then they came back and won the league again. That's three out of four. But you would see consistently within those years that there were different teams that could, at every point, change uh, and move from one level to another level within that league. But there are teams moving moving from levels to levels. I agree with you. So well. I, I was I was I was addressing the point on Dortmund to mm. say you don't expect them to do parallel the same way they did last year. They either go up or go go down mm. depending on how the league has uh, evolved over. But only one team consistently does a parallel because they are incredibly good not because they are particularly incredibly good the, the way we see in the Champions League the way we see in the Champions League that they're, Champions they're not League partic- the way we see in the Champions League are not particularly fantastic they are beatable right the finals last season if not for Leandro's injury this, this, 
injuries are part of football. So if injuries are part of football. You can't give that as the sole reason why they couldn't. I, I think if uh, uh, a couple, they were a couple uh, luck, a, a couple right shot away from uh, mm-hmm. from from defeating P- P- PSG. But you see, the time and again, PSG even within their league mm. do not just go on a parallel. You see ups and downs because the league is supposed to get stronger, and there are supposed to be new players, new new people within the league. That's what makes that's what makes the essence of league comp- uh, competition. But when you have a parallel every year. A parallel that is just flat. I, I don't know, man. You, you know the funniest thing about all this? If there was a video, it would be incredibly hilarious. Is that Ore Potter is wearing, <laughs> <laughs> wearing a Bayern Munich jersey. No, don't eat. slaughtering I mean, them. I, I, I mean, I, I, I love the merchandise. Doesn't mean I love the club. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the Serie A. You've been listening to Ball Gecko Podcast. There are quite a few key games there. Um, there's Napoli Juventus, the Ronaldo-less Juventus. They lost against Empoli in their last game. How do you think that's going to play out? Napoli. <sighs> you, know, you almost got me there. Anyways, <laughs> for what is what, uh, it has always been a great game. It's one of those games that you always as a fan enjoy watching as a fan of football in itself. But considering that Juventus are not losing the one thing that made them a big draw, they presently don't have that anymore. Uh, and the stats has been really shaky for them. Allegri has come in and as usual, he's come to do a solid job of making sure that he wins the league title, which is and like his MO more. and nothing more, <laughs> which is his MO. Every once in a while, there's a Coppa Italia in there just to just sprinkle it like Sol B. But there, for, for what is what I, I really see Juventus grinding out enough to be in the top two this season, much unlike last season. They, they have not particularly made great signings for all for all intents and purposes here i think the the thing we had we had the best transfer window in the Serie A was es roma mm-hmm. and jose Mourinho showed his metal and i expect from them more than i expect from Juve. That, that actually brings me to roma you know um well we started off by talking about how Juve lost ronaldo mm-hmm. that yes. would make you want because god knows i don't know if i would actually watch Juventus games this season but uh talking about roma and what Mourinho brings to the table it looks like we are going to expect something better from the rumor we've watched in recent years um, to the rumor we are expecting to see this season. They've already started in great form. Exactly, and they're playing Sassuolo this weekend. And what what are we actually expecting from Roma this season? Are we expecting, like, do I say top four finish right now? A Champions League sport or something of that nature? Or are we actually expecting to see a Roma? Ayala did a, a right head shake there. So, yes, I think everybody expects a title tilt with them when you have Jose Mourinho as your coach and they make the signings that they did. Yes, um, signing Abraham, who is not essentially known as a proven goal scorer in the top leagues in the world, is not. Uh, <laughs> Potter is raising a finger. Che- yeah, Chelsea fans are. Yes, Chelsea. <laughs> Please, you cannot slander Tammy Abraham. He has been the highest goal scorer for Chelsea for the past two seasons. Yeah, but then he, he, he is a proven Premier League goal scorer. No. He's, he's scored I repeat, I repeat, I repeat, he's a proven. Premier League goal scorer. He has, he, has, he has shown it at no. Swansea. No. He has, show, like, oh wait, wait, he has like, shown it at he's Swansea. Premier League goal scorer. Like he's, he has proven that he can score one or two goals in the Premier he League. He has proven that, that when he, like he has proven that when given the no, he chances, it will take terrible. it will take those chances. He's a very good finisher. Maybe maybe not the best uh, in terms of his movements, but he's a very you're good finisher. On our podcast. 
he moved he's, he quickly moved from he's a proven champion Premier League goal scorer to he would take one or two chances no 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 I, I, I'm, 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 and I'm serious here yeah, you, you can, you can check serious. it like he's not smart I, I'm, he's I'm, not, I'm not joking he's when, when, you, when you can't proven Premier League goal scorer mm-hmm. you, you talk around the, the types of Danny Ings and Co- you cannot not mention Tammy Abraham in you that not bracket not mention Tammy Abraham? you cannot make, you cannot not mention for Chelsea. I mean if you if you consider let me see. Ooh, um, uh, Wilson of Newcastle, a good striker. You cannot not mention Tammy Abraham in that bracket. That's not a Dominic Calvert Calvert Lewin. No, you would not really, say he's really, not. Really, no, really. You Bamford. want to talk about Vardy? You want to talk about Kane? You want to talk about Aubameyang? I think maybe. You are, you I think maybe um, or, um, Potter has an agenda because Tammy Abraham has scored 15 Premier League goals in his career. 15 Premier League goals. That's what proven Premier League goals score, score in, in this season. season. So that's please, what, that's what let's you, just move on you from can this. Expect for Callum Wilson to score in one season. The fact that you even mentioned Dominic Calvert Lewin. If I, I should take back your Zobo. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody got Zobo on the podcast. And I think I'm going to take back Potter's Zobo because that's just blasphemy. Why? But b- 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 make your point, yeah. What do you mean, why? He, are you saying if Tammy was playing in a mm. team like Everton, he won't do as much as Dominic Cavalier? Yes, Boston? yes, that's precisely why? what I'm saying. Because he's been at teams like that. And he did not take his chances. No, that, how, do you, so how do you get the chance at Chelsea if you've not taken those chances in the past? Because you're a homegrown We are not trying to slander Chelsea here. We are talking about Tammy Abraham. You're a homegrown Who Roma and, and, have signed and who is going to play for ES Roma this season. He's no longer <laughs> a Chelsea player. No, no, no. Look no, no, at no, the circumstances. I, I, look at the circumstances I, I, with I, I, Abraham got to Again, I'm not, I'm not calling Tammy Abraham a world-class striker. Nobody, I'm saying I would he's have a proven... He's a proven... He's a proven Premier League ghost let, let, let me take you away from Tammy Abraham, who you seem to still love so much. <laughs> no, I I'm talking mean. about Inter Milan, who actually lost a player to Chelsea, talking yeah. about Lukaku. But I really, when I'm talking about Inter Milan, we're not going to Chelsea. <laughs> Let's stick with Inter Milan. Um, they take on uh, um, Sampdoria this weekend, and Inter Milan lost their best player. Now, let me say their best player, right? Their best yeah. player lost yeah. their coach, lost some key players. They lost their best player. They lost okay. arguably their second best player. Yeah. They lost the coach yeah, that won the best them. player. Well, it depends on how you feel about Lautaro, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they lost him. They lost Hakimi. We actually did an article about they this. Fought. Um, I mean, Barella is not there. I think Hakimi will be just no, 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 no. But again, uh, just just on that point, I think, uh, again, there's been some imbalance in that team. Mm. Um, Conte leaving, mm. obviously, because I suspect likely because he understood the financial situation of yes, the club. Uh, and uh, the, the club having to slightly against his will sell Lukaku it wasn't slightly it was fully against his will they accepted money so again I mean like against Conte's will okay okay yeah, I, 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 I mean sure sure uh, but obviously Conte could smell it that they were going to they absolutely had to sell some players mm. otherwise he couldn't buy anyone yeah. and he, he, he would have obviously loved to strengthen the team mm-hmm. but again they still have a very good squad who is capable of um being there and about, yeah, they, 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 they have Lotaro who mm-hmm. refused to to go against uh, popular uh, transfer news that yeah. we had. Uh, Barella still remains. They lost Akimi, but I mean, well, I think they also they, let they, they so, done, go some of their some, players. They've done well. some good business in the window. They lost Lukaku. They got Jeko. Yeah. It's not the same player. Yeah, but he would give you something reasonable. They lost Hakimi and they got Dumfries instead. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not so. Um, bullish about the the Zeko, Zeko mm. deal because even before Zeko left yeah. uh, Roma he was already looking a pale shadow of himself well, I mean he struggled with and injuries yeah, so uh, uh, that, and, that could explain why you, 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 I mean obviously so did Lukaku before joining Inter sorry 
So did Lukaku before joining Inter. Exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I get really, that. But if you put the age factor on his side, mm-hmm. it's not it's not so 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 bullish yeah. on his end as well. But yeah, it's a good it's a good squad player to yeah. have. I mean, you have that option to go either Lotaro or Zeko or Zeko and Zeko and Lotaro as the case may be. So yeah, in terms of the Syria in general. Maybe they may have lost a marketing tool in, in the sale of Lukaku and uh, the loss of Conte, the loss of uh, Ronaldo, which the Juventus disposed like furniture. But <laughs> wow. Again, the uh, greatest of all time. The, I mean, they, they call it a permanent disposal. As <laughs> their, their words, not mine. So, uh, the, overall, I still expect the Serie A to maybe, be... Maybe there was like some transition. Quite yeah, competitive. Just... I still expect Napoli to mm. be there and about. Their typical... AC Milan. Uh, fought out to... Yes, AC Milan. I, I personally feel AC Milan may be there and about almost one or two. Yeah. I, I think they have a very good squad and they were I mean, able at to... At the start of last season, we thought it was their to, league. To... to, to, to I, I, I don't trust them so much mm. uh, but again I don't trust any of the teams itself to, to, so much so uh, it's, it's, it's free for all and yeah. that's what league football should be about mm. it should be open you shouldn't know the league champion from the start so like Manchester I expect City. no not Manchester City Chelsea Chelsea you wanted to say <laughs> okay talking about free for all I mean I want to move on to this point uh, talking about league or mm-hmm. PSG is the league or the season actually free for all considering, or considering all the transfers they've made Okay, so I'm going to say Ligon is is not free for all because, again, I'm going to quote, quote this. The champions last year mm-hmm. uh, were not able to consolidate, consolidate their, position, yeah. their position. First, they lost the coach, mm-hmm. they lost players, and it, it, they didn't particularly strengthen well. Yeah. And then you had the second in the league who then went all out, got a couple free transfers, very good players, yeah. uh, uh, got additions to the same in key player, uh, key, key positions areas, yeah. that they were lacking last year. So it looks as though the sec- while the second on the table who barely lost the league has done a lot of strengthening, uh, the first has lost a lot of positions. So yeah. um, it, it's 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 not the Bayern situation, but obviously we know where the Ligon is going to. <laughs> I think that's a bold call to make. I think uh, Monaco are there or thereabouts. They've not lost much or gained much mm-hmm. in terms of player quality since last season. So they still have the ability to still push for the title themselves because they were actually on, in the title tilt last season, even up to the well, end of last season. So In, in some ways. Kind you, of. you can't say in some ways, yeah. You, you know that they didn't run away. Lily didn't run away with the league. Yeah, much they, like, no, no, no. Obviously. Okay, he so, didn't run away with the same man you was in there. That's no, no, that's because, not fair. No, that's because not they fair. were eight points no, 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 no. close. That's, that's okay. I mean, the point difference so, was lower, um, and also like they were literally able to win the league until about two games to go. Good. So, compared so, to compared to United, who knew by January that they were not going to win the league? No, no. So league Just, on, like, league on is what we're talking about right here. And uh, <laughs> in league on, we expect that Monaco, Lily. Uh, I, I don't expect Lily's being in the title state. In fact, I think the new team joined by Lily's manager Christopher Gaetier yeah. should be in the title state. Nice. They've been on mad form themselves. Do excellently well for themselves. PSG played this weekend in Clemens Food, who has not lost a game. They are newly promoted. They have two wins and two draws and they are presently in the top four. So they are doing well for themselves. So this is actually maybe an early title decider, maybe. Ha! A game with three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which actually brings me to the point that we've still not seen MSM, right? MNM. 
There were games as early or as late as this, this morning, morning mm-hmm. and they'd have to go back, travel to travel back to Europe. You're talking about the two best players in the world, please. Messi and Neymar. Right? Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. The two best players in the world are Cristiano Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, let's take out Bruno Fernandes. Let's just leave it at one best player in the world. Thank you very much. I think for all point, intents this, and purposes, on this point, those can, are the two. Can, those are the two can, best players. Call it a tie. Yeah. So before we go, just before we go, are you taking Bruno out of your FPL team? Ronaldo. No, I'm not getting Ronaldo in my FPL team because Potter got him. And Potter just has a curse following him. Whenever I whenever I picks an informed player, that player immediately loses form. So I'll wait until next week before I bring Ronaldo in, even though I expect big things from Ronaldo this week. But my team is already good enough. I'm competing favorably against everybody in here. So I think that's okay. Is everybody in here? Yeah, everybody okay, that's, in here. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> that's fair enough. All right, guys, we've come to the end of the show. It's been an incredible show. Thank you, Potter. Thank you, Tosin. Welcome, Jidechi, once again. Um, we've spoken about everything, really, across uh, the major match- matches happening in the leagues. We've taken predictions from everybody as regards their teams and other teams as well. You know where to reach us. You can come to the all-new Borgeco website. It's incredible. It looks incredible. Share your thoughts. Share your opinions. It's really centered around you now. No longer, We're no longer giving you the gist. You guys are the ones in control of everything. Everything. Literally everything. So, of course, the podcast is also still on Spotify, on Apple Music, everywhere. You can still reach us on social media. That's Ball Gecko on Instagram and Facebook, as well as t- TikTok and Ball underscore Gecko on Twitter. Thank you guys for, you know, gracing this invitation. God bless you. Thank you, Baka Boy. Well, for if nothing, you gave us Zubo, <laughs> <laughs> both virtually and real. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, it's quite a pleasure to always be here, Ella. Yeah, welcome, Jerry. It's not easy. Yeah, Anjidechi, thank you. I, I, I was going to I come recognize, back. I, I recognize you I, as the host of the show. Good. I appreciate you, you inviting thank me, too. Thank you. Yeah, that's not fun. Say, host. Wow. My fun. Same. Thank you for listening to the Ball Gecko podcast. Do follow us on Instagram and Twitter and check our website for more interesting stories and content.